guys buckle up for a new episode of beyond the page the one and only review show that brings you the works of writers like you from all over the world yes how it works first you submit your story to the show i accept and i read the entire thing then i review it on the show i'll focus on eight elements when discussing the book I'm going to be talking about your title, I'm going to be talking about your cover, your blurb, your exposition, your character development, your world building and setting, your description and style. Then I'm going to conclude with my overall thoughts. And that's not all. You get a chance to share your views with me on my socials as well. Interesting, right? Now let's get started with today's show. In today's episode of Beyond the Page, we'll be reviewing Jaded Heart by Seventeen Mishri. So grab a cup of coffee, kick back, and let's get down to it. Now, for those of you wondering, you can find Jaded Heart on Inkits and Wattpad. I am also going to be leaving a link to the story on the description of this episode, so you can easily find it. And felt be true as I review if you care for it. Alright, Jaded Heart. What do you think of the title? I would love to hear what you think via social media so tag me with your responses. But what do I think of Jaded Heart? Hmm. I like how it rolls off the tongue. It is a very memorable title and it fits very well with the story. So it works. I mean <laughs> One look at it and I know it has something to do with love, with romance, you know, jaded and heart. So I think it really works well for the book. And we're going to move on to the cover. It looks really good. I believe it fits the genre and the mood of the story. My nitpick is that I don't like where the author's name is positioned at the bottom left. I would have preferred it if it was centered like the rest of the text. On the cover and I would actually love it if, it was, if it, the font like the title font was bigger and more cursive you know wrapping into each other like the jaded heart mystery comes to life you get where I'm coming from I would have preferred it more like that but my major my major major nitpick is the position of the author's name everything else works very well with the theme of the story so they have to do that very well and moving on to the blob now. Hmm. I would love to hear what you guys think about it too, but I'm gonna share my thoughts right now. I think, I don't think the wording is clear enough. I mean, if it also had followed the simple, you know, the three, the threes of blob writing, which are introduce the main character, tell us the stakes, and cliffhang the hell out of it. I mean, I know who the main characters are, Joshua and Nathan, but it's unclear with the way it begins. I don't know if I should read it out to you or not, but okay, yeah, it is. When broken souls meet, it is expected that either their pieces fit together or they end up trampling each other further. But what if there's a third option? An unheard of way to fix things. What if 
instead of mending or breaking each other, they simply coexist as one big pile of mismatched, broken pieces. That's how the story was for Joshua and Lathan. It was not perfect. It could have been much better, but it was their love story and we loved it. It's much too passive. There's a lot of when broken souls meet, it's expected that either their pieces fit together or they end up trampling each other further. But what if there's a third option? I, I don't know about you, but I, I would have preferred it if she just went. Nah, I don't know if the author is male or female, so I'm going to go with the A so as not to offend. So I don't know if I would have preferred it if they began with Joshua Ferreira and Lathan McCormick this and that this and that and this and that I'm doing a lot of this and that but I would have preferred the simple way of writing blogs it actually pushes you in more this just confuses you like I don't know where you're coming from I I'll just flip on to the next book that's how I feel I think they should have used the basic um, threes of blog writing introduce the main characters you know state the stakes leave a few questions and leaves us wondering hmm let's check this out you get where I'm coming from that's how I feel I didn't get pumped up to check the book out based on the blog so it has to be rewritten because the blog is much like your elevator pitch it has to be good that is my thoughts on this so we're going to take a short break and when we, come, when we get back we're going to go into the exposition that is going to take a lot more time believe me don't go anywhere and we're back to discuss the exposition the pacing and the narration um Jaded Hats by Seventeen Mystery. In case you haven't read it, please check out Jaded Hats by Seventeen Mystery on Inkit. Writers need all the encouragement you can give them, so please like, comment, follow, spam as much as you want. It's allowed, okay? <laughs> so I'm gonna discuss the pacing first of all because I really loved it. I, the pacing was very well done. Kudos to the writers in that. It was. It, the scenes didn't drag, they didn't run, they were just right, you know. We're, we're learning about Latin and it doesn't just jump from learning about destiny to something else or into five weeks later. It was paced strategically and it was very well done. So I really enjoyed the pacing of the story. And that's why I decided to get that out of the way. And in terms of the exposition, the revelation of the settings and the backstories and background information it was well done too if i'm being honest yeah it was it was very well done i learned a lot about um layton layton's family joshua's family david their families as well his twin sisters i learned a lot about all of that, all of them and it wasn't a huge um you know information dump everything came when they should come so in terms of exposition the writer did a fantastic job balancing it into monologues and dialogues and all of that. So it was it was very good as well. It was real good. Two things stood out for me in the entire story. I don't know why I'm bringing it up in here, but I really want to talk about it. 
I don't know if the writer did this intentionally or not, but the use of motif, the butterfly, like way before Leighton even told Joshua that her favorite um, animal was the butterfly, I already knew from, I think, chapter two, chapter three, there was already a hint towards it with a scribbling of the butterfly in a notebook and her drawings and all of that it kept coming up so even before she brought it up to joshua later in the in the, in the story that that was a favorite animal i already knew so that was very well done by the author and the symbolism about this satirical um, christian leader who in front of the church and um everyone else is a strict god-fearing grandfather while it, Behind closed doors in the house is a terrible grandfather to um, Lathan. Dakota's symbolism of that issue was so well done as well. There's so many elements of the story that really, really stood out. I don't know, positively and negatively, I'm not I'm not finding praises for no reason. I just just trying to say those two things, the use of motifs and symbolism in Jaded Heart were very, very well done and I really enjoyed those about it. Now I'm gonna talk about the narration. That I had a bit of an issue with because there was a lot of head popping in the narration. And that is one of the risks of using the third person omniscient narration. You know, that eye of God thing where because he sees everything, you tend to write everyone's POV mesh together. So I don't know where Joshua starts and where Lathan continues, you know? I, oh, I don't know where Joshua starts and ends and when Lathan begins. It just goes into each other, like everyone is in the same scene and we know what everyone is thinking. I know it's the Eye of God narration, but usually when you do that, you're meant to either separate each person's POV into different paragraphs or better still use a divider like latent POV to begin the chapter and then tell us if it's really really necessary then divide the scene and then move on to Joshua's POV so that we were able to differentiate as opposed to having all the POVs meshed together or another way I think the best way to do it is chapter by chapter just flip the POVs by chapter and everyone everything runs well but somehow even with the head popping narration the story still paced very well and that was very good but I would advise the author to look into correcting the POV POVs matching together it really distracts from reading there, there once was a poll on Twitter about um, the reader's biggest peeve head popping one it's most readers immediately they notice it they put the book down so i will urge seventh ministry to please fix the narration of jaded heart something else that stood out to me was a line in chapter 20. i think it was the first paragraph where i am not quite sure if the author actually broke the fifth wall but i think they did because they wrote something about um yeah but obviously this chapter is supposed to be about joshua so no more dwelling into that i mean i know it's i have got narration but it seemed like you took a break from the story you tell it to tell me the reader but obviously this is about you know 
this is supposed to be about Joshua. That distracts. Breaking the fifth wall for me, if it's not been done on TV, if it's a book, it distracts. And I, I, don't, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think that bit was necessary. You could just take it out and the story will still be amazing. So I think 17 Mysteries should look into getting that bit of um, breaking the fifth wall out of it. Yeah, and I am happy to move on to the character development because it's one of my favorite parts of this book of Radiant Jaded Hearts. The characters were amazing. Oh, let, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Let me do the interlude. So we're now going to be talking about the character development of Jaded Hearts. We just finished with the exposition, the pacing and the narration where I found over the writers pacing and the use of motif and symbolism. It was very good. If When you do read the book, not if, please read it. You are going to enjoy those elements about it. Now moving on to the other elements of this book which I love. The characters. Don't go anywhere, we'll be right back. And we're back to discuss the characterization and the character development in Jaden Art by Seventeen Mystery. Now, first off, I like how Seventeen Mystery was able to characterize both Joshua and Lathan differently, even though they're so alike in terms of their experiences and their family dynamics. I mean, we're talking about two characters who have their own family issues weighing them down. Joshua's living a lie and he's he chooses to be um, alone, to be a loner because he's tired of having friends who he can tell the truth about, who really is too. And then there's Lathan who, even if she does have friends, she can never be around her friends because if Dakota found, if Dakota, her grandfather, finds that she has friends, she will get in trouble. We're talking about two people who've lost their, who've lost their parents. Lathan lost hers in a car accident and she and her older brother had to move in with their grandfather Dakota who verbally and physically abuses her, turn her to the hell and wouldn't even let her do the one thing she enjoys which is art. She literally has to paint on Sundays when he's gone to church as he's a church leader and hides her paintings in a tree house behind the house. Joshua on the other hand, well, what plagues Joshua? See, he witnessed his mother's death when he was four. His father was involved in a gang shootout. Yes, he's from gang family. And is in a vegetative state in Europe with his older brother, Daniel, who is now in charge of the gang. But he's all the way in Louisiana, living with his supposed, I'm using air quotes here, cousin. And things just as they are, you know, for both Joshua and Lathan, and this is before they meet each other, they're walking through stuff. And Joshua's vice is writing songs and playing the guitar and singing and music. That's his vice, that's his escape. Lathan's is art, she's an artist. And um, yeah, I believe Joshua's Italian and um, Lathan is French. And it's just actually the perfect synergy, if you know what I mean. But. <laughs> I love how they both going through a lot. They both have their vices. They both just want to be left alone. And they both get made partners in the class. 
against their wishes. And from being partners, friendship forms and the love blooms and it just it's just organic. It's not forced. It just happens. It's one of those things that happens. But then again, you know as a reader that number one, Joshua is lying to her. Number two, their relationship is doomed to fail because of something Joshua is keeping from her. I am not going to be the one to give it that spoiler. You have to read the book. Now, I ship the two of them. They, they make perfect sense together. But then we both know how that turns out. Unless they do choose to want to live their life on the run, which I really doubt is it's possible. Now, I don't think Leighton would want that. There's no future for any relationship whatsoever for the two of them. And it's just incredible how their characters, you know, <laughs> warm up to each other. How Leighton becomes friends with David and, Le- and Lincoln and Noel. And the friendship just blossoms from different places. And for someone who didn't have any friend to begin with, I'm talking about Leighton here now. Through meeting Joshua, she meets people who care for her and she starts to really believe in herself. Then character development comes in where Leighton blossoms into this woman who becomes sure of herself, who's not always living in fear of Dakota anymore. She's able to go for what she wants. She joins the art competition. She wins it. Oh, that was a spoiler. Oh, my bad. And she's able to stand up to get Dakota at the end. Her character development is very evident and very well done. Same goes for Joshua. Joshua from being, you know, this passive, I'm just gonna live my life and in the shadows and do whatever the mob wants me to do since the contract's been signed. But then he meets Lathan and you know what? And hanging out with her and being with her, he finally decides to become his own person, his own man. And that character development was very evident when you read the entire story. So I think in terms of characterization and character development, Sounds and Mystery did a fantastic job. It was beautifully done. Now we're gonna move on to what building and setting. Don't go anywhere. And we are back to continue world building and setting for Jaded Heart by Seventeen Mitri. Now, setting and world building work hand in hand. World building isn't only specific to fantasy and science fiction, it works in every other genre because technically you're talking about fictional people or in whatever, even if it's a reward, there's still certain elements and cultures you have to build into it so hence the term world building it's not specific to fantasy and sci-fi and i digress so let's get back on track now what does the story where does the story take place what's the general world built into jaded heart for the big picture location it's the united states for the primary location it's louisiana and for the small picture location throughout the books, we have a lot. The West Morgan Academy, Lincoln's House, Joshua's House. 
favorite house, Eva's salon, and so on. Now, in terms of economy, history, culture, and details of the town, a non-native like myself has no clue what Lausanne is like. So I, and I didn't get that from reading this. I didn't learn a lot from reading it. I didn't learn. I didn't learn much from reading it. I just know Louisiana is in the U.S. I don't know what part it's in. And my geography sucks that I don't actually understand still where Louisiana is in the United States. Is it in the north? Is it in the south, east, or west? That doesn't come up. A well-crafted and detailed setting makes you feel as though you are there. And even if you are. Even if you aren't, you want to be there, you want to visit. I remember getting that feeling from Message from Nam by Daniela Stills. And it made me itch to want to visit Vietnam. Even though it was written at the peak of the war. But that's what good setting and what building does. I didn't really get a sense of that with Jaded Heart. The setting and um, what building for Jaded Heart was very minimal. The one scene where I recall it was very well done was when Lathan visited David's house for the first time and got the grand tour. And when she also visited Joshua's, I actually got a glimpse of what those places looked like, but that was, that was about it. I would have loved to see more at the Halloween dance and at Ava's saloon. I'd have loved to see more, especially at, um, Noelle's place when yeah I would have loved to see a lot more world building in terms of the culture of the place what are the local folks like what are the natives like what are tourists like do they get a lot of tourists what seasons are there and all of that that didn't necessarily come up it was more story centric as opposed to settings and world building and it, it did fall flat on the world building front and out at, I'd have loved to see more of it honestly and we're going to be looking at the description and the style then we're going to conclude with my overall thoughts of the entire book do not go anywhere we are back to discuss the description and style used in jaded heart by simon mystery Honestly, if we to analyze the author's writing style in the entirety of what writing styles entail, we'll need an entire episode for that. But to summarize, I believe the writer's style does match the intended demographic and market for the story. It is a teen drama and it stays true to that. The main question is, from 17 Mysteries writing style, am I able to deduce the genre of Jaded Heart? And the answer is yes. One key element of Seventeen Mysteries writing style is their use of flashback to push the plot. Certain important details were revealed through flashback and it really, really worked. Now to speak on description, it was simple. Not a lot of showing because the narrator was more interested in telling us what was happening as opposed to showing us. It's why the sense of setting and place wasn't very deeply established as I pointed out in our previous discussion. I'll give you an example from the book. Sitting in his bed, Lotus style. The writer used the Lotus style a handful of times, and here's a classic example of what I meant by telling and not showing. 
I would have preferred if the author showed us what sitting in Lotus style looked like as opposed to just telling us. For someone with no idea what Lotus style is, they'll be lost here. Here's another example. Straight bridge quick nose. This will be lost on readers who do not know what quick noses look like. Describe it to us. Show us what it looks like through words. Simply saying quick nose doesn't clarify this for some readers. And that is all on description and style. When we return, I'll be sharing my overall thoughts and jaded heart with you. Do not go anywhere. back to hear my overall thoughts on Jaded Heart by Seventeen Mystery. Jaded Heart is a teen romance and it stays true to that. There's a lot of drama and I really enjoyed reading it. Here we have Leighton and Joshua's relationship which is a classic mystery loves company scenario and the progression of their relationship was very good. We're introduced to two things who've known loss and pain and are living a very undesirable life with no interest in anyone until they meet each other. What I love most about it is how them crossing paths brightens their otherwise insipid existence. Blayton made friends, became more outgoing, dressed up more, went shopping. Joshua became more confident, he put himself out there more, and they became each other's support system. And it was really sweet and so well done. However, I feel the story is a bit one-sided in regard to who the oppressors were. We had Dakota, the abusive grandfather. We had Hugh with the evil older brother. We had Emerson, the conniving schoolmates with a vendetta against Lathan. And Joshua as well. We had Noella's father, the adulterous jerk. We had Joshua's unworthy father and brother. There's a pattern that glorifies women as victims and condemns the men. That didn't sit well with me. I would have preferred it if it were more balanced and well-rounded in this regard. I think this is one thing the author should look into correcting because it establishes a certain bias that wouldn't sit very well with certain readers. Now, these are my final thoughts. I would have preferred more background on Joshua's mob family. I mean, it's the mob. It didn't shine through the way I wanted. And after the author did a very good job of setting the scene about how doomed Joshua and Leighton's relationship is because of Desi, that particular premise didn't shine through. I honestly expected a thrilling scene of Leighton's kidnap or a stern dangerous warning for her to stay clear of Joshua. Just something to push that premise of the mob and Desi along and it never came. Another thing is the Emerson resolution part of it. It wasn't very believable. It would be best if it went another way as opposed to them resolving everything. If it progressed into something far worse, like an enmity that stops up in part two, it would work way better than this. And here's my final point. The scene where Lathan tests her grandfather off for good. That should have been everything. I mean, a back and forth that heats up until it implodes. It just passed as a simple tell-off. 
here we have Leighton who's endured years of pain and abuse from him. She's got to deal everything back. And Dakota is portrayed in a way that he just won't take it. So there's going to be that heated exchange that just blows out and out of proportion and into something amazing. That scene needs more hits. Those are my final thoughts about Jaded Hearts and I look forward to what the author has planned for book two. If you haven't already, read Jaded Hearts by Seventeen Mystery on Inkits and let me know your thoughts about everything. That concludes my review of Jaded Hearts by Seventeen Mystery. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Beyond the Page. Remember, you can join the conversation on my socials, so don't be a stranger. I am Laura Tia. Happy writing.